Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 74 Razor Podcast. I'm your host, Gunner, joined alongside by Adam. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you been? Good, good. It's been a while since we've done, uh, done a show here. Um, hope yeah. everyone who's listening has been staying safe from for sure, the, for sure. The disease going around, the virus, the yeah, the sorry, COVID. the vi- the virus. Um, lots to talk about though when it comes to NFL football, man. Um, Pat Mahomes contract extension, Cam Newton with to the Patriots, mm-hmm. the, the Washington Jamal football, Adams trade. yeah, that too, Jamal Adams. All right, well. Where to dive in? Might as well start with the first news that broke since uh, we last did our last episode. The Cam Newton contract with the Patriots. Now, it was a one-year deal worth uh, a little over uh, $1 million there. I believe it was the league minimum for players with his experience. What has it been, like yep. nine years? Yeah, nine years. Seven. Seven or Seven? Oh, okay, gotcha. And it's uh, – what do you think about it, man? What do you think about the fit there in the New England system? Good old Belichick and McDaniels. I think it's going to be a good fit because Belichick is the kind of coach who can make almost any player fit into the kind of system he likes to run over there. Yeah. Um, it's kind of unfortunate for the rest of the league that he went to the Pats because everyone thought this was the year that the – after Tom Brady left, everyone thought this was the year that the Patriots would kind of be trying to figure themselves out. They wouldn't be the best team. They wouldn't – be Super Bowl contenders, but after they signed Cam Newton, they have a quarterback that can lead that team now if he's healthy and if he shakes off the rust quick after not being able to play as much these last two seasons because of injuries. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, Cam said it best himself. Uh, you know, he, you know, raved on about Tom Brady and everything he's done there in New England, but he, you know, he said it best. Big Daniels can open up his playbook to run plays that he's not been able to do in the past. That's that's exactly true with Cam Newton. Um, I was really looking forward to Jarrett Stidham. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was. I'm a big Jarrett Stidham fan. You know, he, uh, he was my favorite quarterback coming out of that draft class last year. What uh, what round did he go in? The fourth or the fifth? Fourth round sounds right. Yeah, one, one of those two. I'm probably the fourth. Um, and still, you know, he was my favorite prospect there. I loved him at uh, Auburn. It was. Yeah. Auburn. Yeah. And so I was really hoping, you know, and the Patriots coaches seem to love him. You know, he looked promising. Uh, he looked promising last year in preseason. Uh, I was really, really excited for that. But, um, you know, I love Cam Newton. Big fan of his. Um, I mean, I'm I, a fan uh, of him on the field. Yeah. His character, personality, not my go-to for a quarterback, but teach their own. He's still a good football player, and that's really what you want to build for a football team is put the I best 11 guys out there and yeah, give you the I, chance to win. I can understand that. I, I look at his contract and I can't help but think Cam Newton, former MVP, you know, at one point the best player in the entire NFL and still a very yeah. electrifying quarterback. And he's got a one-year, little over a $1 million deal. I think it's just disrespect to him, you know. How many other quarterbacks out there that are starting the lineup right now that you can say are truly better than Cam Newton, you know? It's, you know, Cam says, you know, it's not about the money for him right now. It's about the respect, and he's going to get that. But, so that's great for Cam. So let us be worried about his money. Let us argue for his case there. Then. Uh, you know, you look at the Chicago Bears, who, you know, he could have been great there for them. 
who now are between Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles for their job there. I think Cam Newton's uh, way ahead of both those guys right now. Uh, I, it just kind of boggles my mind, you know? Like, where did the NFL go wrong? Why the disrespect to Cam right now? I mean, I think it's mostly we don't know what Cam we're going to get because he hasn't played these last two seasons. We don't know, are we going to get MVP Cam? Or are we yeah. going to get coming off an of injury Cam? We've seen other players who have been able to come off an of injury and pop off, like Adrian Pearson, who won MVP in 2012, 2013, one of those two years. Yeah. So, And we've seen other players who come off injury and perform not so not as good as they did be prior to their injury. So I think we don't know what Cam Newton we're going to get, so this is more of a one-year, prove yourself, what can you do? If you come back to pre-injury form, MVP form, then he'll get the contract that he deserves. And, you know, this it kind of gives me the idea that we might not be seeing just a set franchise quarterback next season for the New England Patriots. It could be very well be uh, Bill Belichick and McDaniels running a dual system, a dual quarterback system with uh, Cam Newton being able to come in, do some plays that Jarrett Stidham can't, uh, you know, all those option plays that he can run and stuff really open up the playbook there. But Jarrett Stidham also coming in with a poised pocket presence, you know, can handle a little bit more than can handle a little bit more. I can definitely see that them going that way too. Yeah. You know, that that's how I'm going to run that team I'm at in next year. Dual QB system. Um, What's next? After that, you know, Patrick Mahomes signed his mega contract, man. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Ten years? $477 million. And you can get up to $503 million, I believe, right? It's half a billion dollars. This is a half a billion dollar man. Patrick Mahomes, I I like to personally take credit because I like to think I discovered Patrick Mahomes. Well, now back when he was discover at, him, but... at te- that's true, uh, Texas Tech did. But when you know he was you know projected to go maybe third round pick by most draft analysts, you know he was a very raw player. Maybe it, before his. No, yeah, I'm talking about last like college season. I'm yeah, I'm talking about before his last college season. Okay, sorry, let's clarify there. But yeah, before his last college season, you know, projected to go maybe third, fourth round by most draft analysts, and I watched his play and I thought, this is the guy I want to be my franchise quarterback. Like if I, you know, I were a GM running, you know, running it one day, this is gonna, this would be the guy that I would go to and depend on for my franchise, and I would draft him. You know, even if he was predicted to go in the third round. Then, he would have been my 1-1 pick. You know, if I'm picking up the top of the first round, that would have been my guy. And so I like to think my support for Cam Newton, or for, sorry, for Patrick Mahomes all these years has really helped get him to where he is today. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I helped make him a half a billion dollar man. I put him on the, I helped Patrick Mahomes get on the map. All right. In all yeah, seriousness, about- though, I am a huge fan. I'm really happy for his contract. Uh, it's a from I didn't read too much about it. But from what I hear, it's a pretty complicated contract, though. Yeah, or most he can't of it, do it's like incentives. any physical activity. Also during his contract, well, not yeah. any, but he's very limited onto what he can do. He pretty much said yeah. the only thing he's going to be doing for the next ten years is playing football and playing video games. 
I also saw, you know, right after he bought his, uh, or right after he got his new contract and his money, he went and uh, bought some ownership. ownership into the Kansas City Royals there, giving back yeah. to the to the community. Hopefully, bringing the Royals back to uh, their World Series dominance days. The thing is, we don't know how much of the team he has. We don't know how much say oh, he's yeah. going to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's I think it's kind of like an Aaron Rodgers, the Bucks thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. They just really have say in what they can do, but you could just say that he owns part of the he team. He just makes money off of it, you know? Yeah. Also, going off the Mahomes deal, when I first heard this, knowing their salary cap situation, because back in March, it was reported that they only had – Hundred and seventy-seven dollars in cap space. Yeah. <laughs> so between March and when this happened, June, early July. Yeah, I believe so. They must have found a big amount of cap space because not only did they sign Mahomes to this extension, but afterwards they also signed Chris Jones to a four-year, eighty-five million dollar contract. That's right. Pat Mahomes told the man, you know, saved you. I yeah, he's like, I, I took left a you, discount. So I left some. <laughs> On the table. Yeah, so really, how much could have Mahomes actually gotten if he didn't leave some on the table? That's the big question. Yeah, well, you know, that's awesome too. Chris Jones definitely a strong anchor for their defense, just as much as Pat Mahomes is for that offense. Uh, definitely. Speaking of Chris Jones, and it has nothing to do with Chris Jones, so this is really <laughs> random. Uh, the same position, a guy I like to hold in the same regards as Chris Jones. And this is a very small thing. I know it really doesn't matter. It does matter to most players anyways. How did Kenny Clark get left off the top 100 players list from last season? We're not, did you see that? We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that list. That list is a scam. All right, Kenny Devontae Clark- Adams in the 60s? You're telling me there's 60-some players better? Or no, he was in the 40s. Scratch that. 40s. Wasn't, wasn't me there's Darius in the 40s last year, too, and he's like the best pass rusher in the NFL? Oh, yeah, Zadarius was on the 40s this year. He wasn't on the list last year. Did Preston Smith make the list? But, yes, he was in the 60s. I think okay. him and Bakhtiar were back-to-back. That's what I was thinking of. And then, um, okay. you know, Lane Johnson, second-best tackle, the right tackle for the Eagles. He didn't make the list. Carson Wentz wasn't on the list. I don't think Matt Ryan was on the list. They left off Kenny Clark and Jair Alexander. Josh Allen was like 87. Cooper Cup was in the 80s. That, that yeah. yeah, it's pretty much you know they just you know the NFL players describe it best you know it's vote for your buddy kind of thing when they make that. But I just think the disrespect to Kenny Clark and Jair Alexander, and there's other guys from other teams that have been left off. But as a Packers, as a Packers fan, you know I got to uh, back my guys. You know Kenny Clark, Jair. Yeah, aren't they there, man? Anyways. Uh, next up, we were going to talk about the Washington football team. No longer the uh, Redskins. Obviously, that was you know derogatory. wasn't It's it's been a pretty it's been a pretty bad name. And it's way past due on when they should have changed it. Uh, Agreed. Washington football team, though, pretty interesting name choice for right now. Yeah, I mean, they obviously they didn't have enough time to. Go full yeah. on with a new name because they would have to have New Jersey's new logo, new mottos, all that stuff within a couple weeks. So yeah, I get it. They obviously just took easy change, got rid of their logo, and just went with Washington Football Team. Until I just, lo- I just love the backlash. Name. I love the backlash that they've gotten since. Then. I mean, 
it doesn't the backlash doesn't make sense because a lot of the soccer teams in like Europe and stuff like that, they're all like the Chelsea Football Club, Manchester United Football Club. It's all based on the city that they're from, so it makes sense. I like it for right now, honestly. Yeah, it's a good I mean, I, if if that's the name they were gonna go with forever and just announce, you know, we're from now on, period, the Washington football team. That's us. I would hate it. But because yeah. it's temporary, I kind of like it. It kind of gives a cool feel. I kind of just like picture like an old school kind of like uh, uniform now for when they go out there. Like kind of picture like the Alabama Crimson tie kind of helmet or like no logos, just the numbers on the helmet. Yeah, it's pretty old school. That's what it's going to be. Oh, really? Yeah. See, yeah. so I like that. I think it'll be fun to watch. I know. I think the backlash mainly comes from, you know, everyone just doesn't respect the Redskins because of their ownership um you know there's been obviously recently yeah there's obviously been a little little bit that's gone on there i don't know too much about it i don't really go into it since i don't have all the details there but what what would your new name choice be for a washington football team what would your new um nickname be given there's two i'm kind of stuck on i really like the admirals but and then to pay homage to the replacements i really like the sentinels I think that the would be Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say personally, my favorite I've seen so far, like of options given out there, has been the Red Tails. Obviously, there's a lot of history behind that name. Um. Yep. I I get it. I like it a lot. It's probably my favorite suggestion I've seen out there. Another one though, I think that would keep you know the fan because obviously. You know, there's there's some Washington fans out there who just, you know, are a little bit small-minded and can't get the thought through their head on why this name change happened. And I think a way, you know, to kind of just, like, keep them from, like, bullying out, like, just, like, shunning the team and being done with them is to give them the, you know, a lot of people have been suggesting they're the Red Hogs or the Warthogs to pay homage to that, uh, like, 80s, yeah, the 80s offensive line that the Redskins had. Uh, the yeah, the, the offensive line coach from that era just recently passed away too. So, oh really? I do not know. That's sad, but yeah, um, I definitely think you know you want to like keep fans happy and stuff. That may be your go-to name to go with, Ron. You know, some type. You know, yeah. even if it's just the Washington Hogs, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Any, honestly, at this point, any name would do good. Well, not any name. But Anything better than there's a lot. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot you can't go with, but you know, like there's I don't know, a lot I saw better options Metro- than what the last one was. What was that? I saw, I saw someone was talking about the Metropolitans. I don't know okay. if you will down. Yeah, there's some the monuments. There's some weird ones I've seen. Yeah, there's weird ones I've seen like that, kind of like the Washington Senators or the uh, Washington. Uh, presidentials or something like that yeah, I, was like, I don't see why you have to do that just because you're in washington dc i i like the hogs either or the red tails it's a really nice one i think as well uh i know washington's also, not that interesting before we talk about, oh on. sorry <laughs> uh speaking of the redskins did you hear about alex smith uh isn't he he's been cleared to come back right yeah Cleared to come back after that gruesome leg injury. You know, 13 surgeries on one leg. Almost died because of it. Had a major yeah. infection. Good for that him, ESPN man. 60 for him. That E60, that was 
I missed good. it. I, I'll have to watch that. I missed that, man. Uh, I am happy for him. I did like Alex Smith a lot. You know, yep. he wasn't on those 49ers teams back when I didn't really care for them. But I I was a big fan when he got traded to the Chiefs, played for Andy Reid there. Um, I'm just ha- happy for the guy, you know, yeah. rooting for him. I, I think everyone's happy for him. To come back yeah. from that kind of injury that soon is very impressive. And... Yeah, 100%, man. Um, next up, we got to talk about the uh, recently made Jamal Adams trade. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. New York Jets have traded safety Jamal Adams to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, trade details yeah. here as follow. The Jets will receive safety Bradley McDougald. A 2021 first-round pick, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2021 third-round pick. And the Seahawks will receive safety Jamal Adams and a 2022 fourth-round pick. Adam, initial thoughts on the trade? Uh, It's a good trade for the Jets. Not a good trade for the Seahawks. The Seahawks lose a lot of draft capital and one of their starting safeties, which obviously they can replace with Adams, but... Yeah. I don't think it's worth all that to move. And then the Jets, <clears throat> they move a player. Didn't really want to be on their team. They get a starting caliber safety, and then they get some draft capital off of that too. So I think if they draft right, they can build a better team than they have right now, obviously, and then improve off of just Jamal Adams. Pretty much they turned Jamal Adams into three to four potentially good players for their team. So I'm Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, I'm so torn on it because one part of me wants to say this was a really good trade for both teams. Mm-hmm. And part of me wants to say, what were the Seahawks thinking? So first, you know, we'll kind of discuss, okay, I can see where how both teams won here. The Jets, you know, Joe Douglas, the new GM, he wants to show, you know, he, he needs a lot of more draft picks and draft capital and pieces to, you know, build up the roster in the shape that he wants it to be. And he also gets a good safety in Bradley McDougal. And with, he gets two future firsts and a third. So that's a lot of draft capital there right now for the Jets to be having for a new GM. Um, so I really like the trade for them. It's not like Jamal Adams wanted to play there anyways. He, you know, he doesn't really get along with the head coach. I don't think anyone on that team does, though. And then the Seahawks get a player who essentially plays a role that's one of the most important pieces of their defense. You know, that safety position that Cam Chancellor played and Pete Carroll's defense was so essential for them. And Jamal Adams is going to fill that role now for them. It's going to help that defense a lot. And so, you know, you can you look at it and say, okay, the Seahawks, you know, have become a lot more dangerous again on defense since then. But you also got to look at it, and I also think, look how much you gave up for a safety whose rookie contract expires this year. You got to sign that safety now to either – you're going to have to. You have no choice other than assign him to a big extension. I mean, you traded two firsts for the guy, a good up-and-coming safety, and a third-round pick. They don't really have a choice. They're going to have to uh, give Jamal Adams the contract extension he wants. I don't know how I feel about paying that much for a safety. Obviously, again – and that's where it comes back to he does play a huge role in this defense. I guess we'll have to see how big that role is. Most likely the same kind of role Cam Chancellor played, but that is a lot to give up for a safety on an expiring contract. And apparently he's not really that – Jamal Adams isn't really that good of a coverage safety. 
He's more of a tackler, get the attack the ball kind of guy mm-hmm. playing the box. Yeah, exactly. And you know, Camp Chancellor did a lot, did a lot of that for the Seahawks, playing in the box and stuff. And so that's I mean, why I do good think. At coverage too. Yeah, that's that's true though. So we'll we'll see how interesting it is to play out. That's a lot, a lot for a safety. You're you're basically riding on him to you know you know pick your defense back up, bring you back to that elite level. You know, I do like the secondary now though with him there and. What is it? Trey Flowers, Shaquille Griffin. I love Shaquille Griffin, man. Glover Quinn, former Lion. Yeah, uh, what was it? Marquise Blair, I believe, is there too. Watch Marquise Blair's going to be on this way different team, but I think Marquise Blair's there too. He's been pretty good, I know. Oh, they um, all got burned by Devontae in the division around last year, so I don't know. That is also true. That is also true. Well, we'll have to see, you know if Jamal Adams, how he even does this next season, because is there even going to be a football season? Right. Who knows? What are you thinking on that? Do you think there's going to be a season this year, Adam? I'm kind of mixed on this one. You know, I hope there's a season because I'm a football fan. I want to watch football. But we saw just with the MLB recently that it gets when COVID gets in the locker room, gets into a clubhouse, it spreads like wildfire. The Marlins have 18 positive tests already so and the nfl is not gonna doesn't look like they want to do a bubble like the nba and the nhl and the mls are doing which have shown to work yeah so i think which a lot of players realize too because as of today 26 players have opted out of the 2020 season yeah nine of them being starters for their teams like dante hightower patrick chung has them quite a few packers that's like yeah, quite Nate a few Solder. Patriots players. Um, yeah, after that. I, I do commend, and I Three can't. Three or four of them. I don't. Starters. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. He's like, and he's a really good guard too. So I feel like an idiot on a football podcast. But who's the who's the guard from the who's the guard from the Chiefs? Oh, uh, Tardif. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he a great player too. Opted out because yeah, you know he has a PhD in the medical field. That's why he yeah. opted out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, line. he's opted out because he wants to help out with the disease, and I that's truly, truly commend the guy for that. That's outstanding. Yeah. You know, that's inspiring. But at the same time, as a football fan, as a football fan, I, uh, it is a little bit of a heartbreaker to know there might not be a season. But obviously, the health and um, safety of all these guys safety. comes first. Uh, I agree with a lot of the players, and you know, there was a ton of players that spoke out about it, uh, especially on Twitter about. You know, they don't really like how the NFL is handling this. They don't think the NFL is done good. They want to play, play but the NFL hasn't done anything really to show that their players, that they're going to be safe this season. And so it's truly unfortunate. Uh, All we can do is keep our fingers crossed that everybody out there stays safe. You know, NFL players, the fans, workers, everyone can stay safe, that we can have a season. Obviously, though, that might not be the most realistic at this point in time. Yeah, And going back on the bubble thing, it's not just that the NFL doesn't want to. It's kind of harder for the NFL to do the bubble than all those other leagues because they have more players on the roster. They have yeah. a lot more staff that they have to get in the hotels. And there's not really an area that I can think of that has football fields, hotels nearby that you can lock down the players in that area and yeah. the staff. It definitely is a lot harder of a situation to work out there. Um, like you know what I truly... People 
team. So, what I truly feel bad for is you know the guys who are like undrafted free agents or like have been yeah, in the league no. a couple of years, jumping team to team. You know they're going to be strongly affected by this because now you don't have a, a train, uh, you don't have a um, preseason to work with. Mm-hmm. You don't really have so. And if you don't play this season and you ride with your team to next year, next offseason, there's a whole new batch of rookies and undrafted free agents and other uh, bounced around veterans coming in. I All I can see is like, you know, raising the uh, training camp roster from what is it, 90 and like putting in the hundreds of guys they, that can they come They lowered in. it, actually. They lowered it. Yeah, it's like 80 something now, I think, this season. Yeah, I, I think that's ridiculous because now you're taking away a ton of opportunities from guys. You know, back in the day, uh, it used to be like hundreds of guys at the training camps back in like the 70s and stuff. And so now I think it's just unfortunate. Hopefully, you know, they can find out something that works for all guys, every guy, you know, kind of get their chance to prove themselves out there. Yeah. Um, On that note, though, a lot of news. To, that was a lot of news to catch up on. It's been a while I since we. There's still probably things. There's still probably things we missed, but yeah, yeah. it's it been a while since we've been at it. Feel a little rusty right now. Hasn't been my best show yeah. yet. I know. Uh, we'll definitely be trying to put out more episodes, uh, more more often than what we have the past couple months here. It's been kind of a weird time. Sure. Yes. Um. Not even then. There's not too much news to, to talk about and make an episode on but we'll definitely be putting some more effort in getting it out there we appreciate the fans that are listening those who've stuck with us thus far uh we can only get better from here and yeah practice right. makes perfect yeah so thank you guys very much and uh please subscribe to our uh, channel yep stay healthy and stay safe during these times yeah stay safe guys all right bye